Leave your excuses after the beep, a podcast created for anyone who has ever used an excuse to not do something that you said you would. Does this sound familiar? From busy, overworked, stressed out moms to thriving moms, wives, and health coaches, Kitty Clemens and Kyla McComas are Midwest moms who are breaking down excuses and empowering others to do the same. Listen in to hear which of our excuses we break down next. I'm Kyla McComas. And I'm Kitty Clemens. Hey there. Welcome back to this week's episode of Excuses After the Beat with Kitty and Kyla. Um, we are hitting up So distractions can come from a lot of sources outside of us, but also internal distractions. <laughs> As we jump into this topic, Kyla, have you ever been distracted? <laughs> I think I'm the queen of distractions in the sense of I will make up distractions that I have never done in the past because I all of a sudden um, don't do something or I'm just not ready to do it or all those things that come with distractions. And, you know, it's, it's funny because I was just sharing with Kitty, you know, an example like this morning that I was, I have a list of stuff to do for my business and I found so many other things that are not even like technically due until next month. Or I thought that maybe going to the grocery store and getting things that, or I would think like the grocery store has something new there. So I need to like go to the grocery store or make an appointment for my son to get a haircut because he is having picture day next month and not getting the things that I want done today or that maybe should have a priority before I did the things that distracted me from what I was trying to get done. And I think Kitty, you had an awesome example because I've done the same thing you did too. And share with us what your your distraction was this morning that held you back from <laughs> doing it. Yeah. So I despise housework. <laughs> Let's be real. Yet I frequently use it as a distraction to keep me from doing intentional work. Um, so for instance, um, we have someone that comes and um, does like deep cleaning type things every couple of weeks. And I always find it necessary to clean my house before she comes. Makes no sense. She's told me multiple times that I should not do that. However, this morning, I felt that that was something I definitely needed to do. And that opened up about five different random tasks that were not a priority, like sorting certain clothes and folding socks and purging paperwork and like just doing all these things that definitely did not need to get done this morning or 
you know, potentially ever. <laughs> Let's be real. Yeah. But I had to do those things this morning and I did not get the things done that I needed to get done. But I justified it in my brain because I was physically doing something, mm-hmm. even though it wasn't the things that I had um, like softly planned. And that's one of the things we're going to talk about is how do we allow these distractions um, into our everyday our everyday plan <laughs> or rather lack of a plan? And how can we combat that from happening? So I think it's a huge step that we can recognize <laughs> that we allow distractions into our world, that we're not, you know, completely oblivious to it and that we don't see a problem with it. Like, no, we know, we know there's a problem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that can be even something like, um, even if you're like, we will talk about this all the time, but just even on a health journey that we tend to like, oh yeah, we're going to exercise this morning. And then it's like, okay, well, I'm going to start this project or do that. All these unnecessary things that don't really need to be accomplished. And then it's here we are at seven o'clock at night and we're like, okay, I'll just exercise tomorrow. Or yeah, I'm too tired to exercise tonight. So I think like we make up these things and sometimes they're like, when's the last time you even ever even thought about those things? And why does it have to be today? I also look at it like sometimes we have this like this negative stuff in our head that's like, or like the good and bad, you know, person on your shoulder that's like, oh, the, you know, let's, let's do these things because you think that these need to be done. And the good side is telling you, no, you need to do what is a priority for you and do it now because you will not do it. Just like when those distractions come in, you will not do it. And then you start to trickle down and then you get frustrated. And then um, the things that you wanted to accomplish are not being done. And then you start taking it out on the people around you. And then (laughs) you are cleaning your house when you're paying somebody to clean your house, which is time. And it's costing you money if you are, you know, stay at home you know, have a stay at home business costing you time and money. If you are away that you're paying somebody (laughs) to do it and it's frustrating and it's frustrating all the time. Cause why do we make up these like distractions? Why do we do these things? Uh, I think, well, I think you just made a, made a good point about how distractions can cost you time and money. And I think that is one of the thought processes that perhaps can help us break the cycle of distractions when you are able to look at it and identify like, okay, this really isn't serving me. This is causing me to miss out on, you know, this many minutes or this many hours of my day. And this is costing me like my time is valuable. And there are certain things that I don't need to do to keep moving forward. I can delegate things to other people. Um, We've talked about that concept too, I believe, of delegating tasks that can be delegated, hence me having somebody come and assist with cleaning, delaying things. In your case, your son does not need that haircut appointment today, 
you have a couple of weeks. You can put that on your schedule for early next week to schedule that appointment. Deleting things all together. Um, did I need to do any of the random clothing sorting this morning? No, my kids are more than capable of doing that on their own. So that could be delegated or just deleted because let's be real, they won't do it. And then what is it that really needs to be done? <laughs> what needs to be done is the scheduled things that I need to show up for, which I do have things on my calendar that I did show up for today because somebody else was on the other side of the screen or the phone or the appointment. So that held me accountable. So first tip for breaking down distractions is find someone to hold you accountable. So depending on what it is that you're avoiding, finding an accountability partner to make sure that you're showing up for the tasks that you need to show up for, whether that's sending somebody a text saying, hey, I'm working on this, or I'm committing to getting this done, and I just did this, or whatever it is. I mean, you could use that from a health perspective, from a business perspective, um, family, family time, like scheduling out, um, organizing a calendar. Is Can anybody else get completely lost for hours in trying to coordinate family schedules and calendars? I swear I can look at 500 sporting event schedules, gymnastics, dance, school schedules, work schedules, and just get so caught up in trying to organize all of that when really all that matters is what's happening this week. I can break it down and I can look at that and figure that out in about 10 minutes. But I get overwhelmed by, well, three months from now, there's a band concert and I need to make sure I put that on all my calendars. That's not... (laughs) It's not something that needs to happen right now. But those are the things that, you know, somehow get thrown at the top of the list because it's something that I see in the moment and I feel like I need to address it. So another thing that can be helpful for distractions is writing things down, having a place that you write things down. When you think of, oh, that bill I need to make sure I pay, write it down somewhere, somewhere consistent. The band concert that you need to add to the calendar, write it down. And then have time in your calendar where you block off a half an hour to look at that list of things that you've compiled throughout the day or the last couple of days or maybe the week, and then actually check those off your list and get them done. And then they're out of your mind and you, they're not on that repeating distraction. (laughs) Do you have any tips or anything that I want to emphasize on two of the things that you said? One was you know, the whole schedule. Yes. Like schedule your day. Some people look at it on Sunday night for the whole week of like, okay, this is kind of what I'm looking at. Some people print it off. So they see like their weekly calendar and then see if they can add something in there. But I really wanted to emphasize on like the whole like time block. It's hard for me to focus on something for long periods of time. I don't know if it's just you know, a style that I just inherited or what, but it's like, it's hard for me to focus. So I really liked the whole idea of like the time blocks and by time blocks, even if it's 10 minutes, even if it's like, I need 10 minutes to focus on my schedule for the week for my family. I need 10 minutes to update my budget, whatever. I need 20 minutes to read, like put every single thing in there that are big racks in your schedule that are things that you want to get done. Or if you really want to fold 
or sort socks, Kitty, put that in there of, I'm going to do 20 minutes and that's it. And wherever I get with them, I get with them. So do it, like put time blocks because then you're not going over longer. You're not um, just focusing just on that. And then all these other things don't get done. And then at the end of the day or the end of the week, then go back and finish it. Or if you have a few extra minutes, finish it. And then you'll, you know, feel a lot better about it. But the other part was the accountability. When you're talking about accountability, I actually had this discussion um, this morning about why I choose to exercise outside of my house. Um, Some people can do it. Some people can really focus, hold themselves accountable and exercise at their own home. But I choose to go outside of my house because of the accountability part of it. And um, because I know that even if I have it in my schedule, that I can't, I struggle with holding myself accountable if I don't have somebody else around me. So nobody's watching me at home of if I'm really going to get it done, if I'm doing it right, if, you know, all those things that come with it. So that's the other part of the accountability of like, doing it with people um, around you or going somewhere to get it done because then you know you will complete it. So those are other things. But the exercise is also a, a spot in my schedule too. So I have it where it's like, sorry, unless it's you know very important uh, meeting that I have to attend or something like that, exercise is is being completed. Those are some more tips that might help with some of these distractions um, that are going on in your head or (laughs) you make up. (laughs) Yeah. I think one that we haven't really touched on, but could probably use its own podcast altogether is social media and how social media can be a huge distraction. You know, the whole scroll, the scroll, getting sucked into watching the videos and the reels. You can waste a good chunk of your life on social media. <laughs> Let's be real. I mean, uh, I've gone so far as to justify like, oh, I'm researching reels or I'm, you know, getting insight on how people are, you know, showing up on social media. And, you know, I'm I'm trying to figure out might work well for me and what works well for others. And let's be real. Mm. No. No pun intended. No. That should, <laughs> that cannot be considered productive time. If you want yes. to allow for social media time in your day, put that in your schedule. 30 minutes, 20 minutes, what have you. I have a, a timer on my Instagram. And it'll tell me when I've hit a certain number of minutes in a day. It doesn't shut my app down altogether, but it does pop up with a reminder saying you've, you know, you've been on a cumulative of this net you know, so many minutes in a day. Um, And I know that you can do that with other social media apps and there's different apps that you can download on your phone too. But when it comes to actually setting boundaries for social media, um, setting an actual timer, I think is really helpful. (laughs) It doesn't have to be social media. It can be... Yeah, same with your time blocking. If I'm going to spend time, you know, cleaning my house, yeah, put on a 15 minute timer and just pick up whatever you can pick up. Or if you feel like you need to do something that you would consider a distraction, set a timer on that activity so that you're not 
taking, like you can still satisfy that need to do something um, and to feel like you've accomplished that task that might be a distraction, but you've limited it to 15 minutes and it hasn't spiraled into 10 other things mm-hmm. because let's be real. One distraction leads into another, which it leads into another, and it just snowballs until you feel like you've done all of this work, but you've actually avoided all of the work that you actually needed to do, whether that be completing your workout or meal prep or planning or spending time with your kids. Because by the time your kids get home or, you know, by the time it's time for you to do family stuff, then you're trying to actually do the dishes or what have you. So having those things time blocked into your day, knowing when you're going to do them and be realistic about, you know, your dishes, your laundry, things like that. Those things are never going away. They're always going to be there. If you can't get to it today, I know people that like do their dishes every night before, before they can go to bed at night. Like they have to have their kitchen tidy. I did that for a 30 day challenge once. I have not done it since. It is not my thing. I am more productive with my kitchen in the morning. First thing in the morning, I can take care of that. <laughs> but after right. I spend all night cooking, that's the last thing that I want to do. So I'd rather, you know, read with the kids or go for a walk with the family or, you know, do something like that versus spend time in my kitchen. But that's just me and how I've determined that to be beneficial for me. So figure out what works for you and then just be realistic with yourself and know when you're going to do certain tasks so that they don't become, you know, emergencies. I wrote something down earlier. I create my own distractions until I create my own emergencies. (laughs) Create enough distractions in my day so that by the time the things I really need to have done and address I am down to the wire with the amount of time to complete them. And then it's an emergency and I create extra angst and stress and overwhelm and I get really irritable and it serves nobody. Yeah. At the end. Well, and I agree just like, like you said, with the whole kitchen being a mess and stuff like that. Yeah. Find when is the right time for you to clean that kitchen, put it in your schedule and do a 20 minute kitchen cleanup, you know, whatever. But we also understand that having a dirty house or dirty kitchen creates frustration, distraction, focus, because I know me, like if my house is dirty, that's I can't even like look at my screen because I'm like, man, I need to straighten those shoes up. I need to do the dishes. I need to da da da. Like all these things are going to We understand that that is a problem because we can't focus because that's all that's on our head. So do something about it and put it in your schedule and, and do it. If that is really a frustrating thing for you or causes stress and stuff like that. And I'm also laughing at all this stuff that we are talking about because this is all me all day long. Like I schedule appointments. I, you know, like want to clean the house all of a sudden. All of a sudden I want to deep clean the house. And then I want to, you know, go through clothes and like get rid of all that stuff. Then I want to go grocery shopping. Like all these things I'm not, I, this is a daily problem. (laughs) Like this is a daily. Daily frustrating. It's a, it's a good, um, I guess, reminder that 
truly, if you were a true stay-at-home mom who were who wasn't trying to, you know, build a business outside of that or work outside of the home, like that's a full-time freaking job. Like we can't mm-hmm. discount that for the women who are staying home, taking care of children on top of doing all of that. Like that in itself is a full-time job. And then you throw in this level of, well, I'm going to um, work from home and I'm going to build an online business and I'm going to, you know, work remotely for these things. And you're trying to distinguish the time between those two things when you're in the same physical space. Mm -hmm. I can't, not that it's easier, you know, to detach things when you're going somewhere else to work, because let's be real you can leave your house and go to a physical job site and still be distracted by things. Mm-hmm. It's just different types of things. So although this has been, you know, very much centered about like just mom distractions, if you will, or <laughs> people who may be at home, distractions are distractions, regardless of, you know, what the scope of those distractions are. So recognize one that you suffer from <laughs> distractions, <laughs> identify mm-hmm. what those repeat offenders are, what are those things that you're allowing to creep back in? And what are you willing to change? Are you willing to time block, plan ahead, make those non-negotiables, find some accountability partners to help you to tweak some of those areas or at least fine tune them. Um, And then share whatever you're going to do with somebody else, whether that's your spouse, maybe it's your kids, you know, a friend, whomever shares share your intentions with somebody else um, and just at least give it a try. Right. Yes. And create it. Yeah. Create that habit of time blocking or whatever will work for you. Um, So I hope that you can laugh along with us (laughs) during the distraction part of um, our daily lives and just know that you're not alone because it happens constantly and then adding four kids into it for me that adds even more (laughs) distractions um but I it can be done it can be done it can save you you know this stress and anxiety and you can um get those bigger things that you are trying to push off but really are the things that are important to move you forward done like you can get those done and get these other things that are distracting you. So I hope Mm -hmm. that this was, um, again, a podcast that you can laugh at today because you probably did something like that this morning (laughs) or tonight. Yes. So make you laugh uh, and hopefully relatable. (laughs) Definitely. All right. We'll see you next week. Yes. Sounds good.